Yo. I see my name up in light. Go hard or go home. No slacking in my sector. Just forget about the fortune. Forget about the fame. Speak your truth and let that be the reason they remember your name. Coming up tonight on Match Wrestling. After a weekend of back-to-back pay-per-views, did AEW come up short? Is it the end of the line for the bloodline? And after more antics for Anos Mascaras, you'll get a bonus world title match tonight. And Beer addresses his loss to Kenny Killer. All praise be for Beer. Give him his fucking spot back. Give him his voice, damn it. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to Max Wrestling, episode 430. This is your captain speaking, and I am joined, as always, by Cali's own El Jefe, Moses Marquez. One of us has less gold than last week. The other has more. Hey, it's all good. We're not rubbing it in each other's faces. We're just showing it off in the background as we do. That's the one thing I kind of like. really want back in that TV title. It looks like a lot of fun, but in all reality, in all seriousness, I am the voice for beer right now, goddammit. Like, I'm... My man is, he is devastated, and I know where he's been. Ugh. He had a whole petition and everything. This shit. He literally has it. a petition on Chain. I love Star this Lord. kid. Um, but that, that was a stipulation. You lose the match, you don't get to challenge Kenny again. Uh, we'll hear from Beer later on in this show. Um, and we'll get into our opening bell in just a moment. But speaking of bells, make sure you click that subscribe button on YouTube.com slash Max Wrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you may be listening. And don't forget to visit MaxWrestlingNet.Weebly.com for all your Max Wrestling needs. Hit that button. Do it. And the opening bell this week is what in the fuck went wrong with Double or Nothing? And if one of these days when I get this fucking episode to goddamn export off my fucking computer, I swear to God. We'll get some kind of answers, but for me, in a in a in a short version, uh, it just it had a lot of hits and misses, and then on top of the hit, on top of the 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 misses being so bad, let's go with that. The crowd sucked. That Vegas crowd was like that's it. It sounded like they were watching Rampage, like they did not give a shit, you know. Uh, I, I I wasn't the biggest fan of the um, I, I damn near called it the Sabu Jericho match because that's what it felt like. <laughs> he comes out and they're fucking they're having a match before there's even a match. He's a special enforcer, but he's in one guy's corner. How the fuck does that make sense? And he's they're, they're doing this fucking chair wielding, and it's like he's an enforcer in a suit. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna even ask questions. Whatever. It ends up being a brawl, and then. Because they're in Vegas, they wanted to do an MMA-like stoppage, but you've and, I, and I've mentioned this on the episode, you've conditioned us for blood. So the idea of you just hammer fisting somebody for a ref stoppage in a non-sanctioned match, by the way, which is already the irks of my fucking existence. You, he's, you know, we don't. He seems fine. If he gigged. Maybe then, maybe we could have been like, you know what, you know, I guess it made a little more sense. You know, why didn't Aubrey, Aubrey should have just counted 10. You know what I mean? That's your only <laughs> job is to count the 10. It's not to stop it, it's to end it. So that was a big miss for me. Um, I went back and I rewatched the tag title match 
I'm gonna. I, I have to get it on my chest because I will be dead ass with you. I was not in the greatest of moods at the start of the pay per view, and then when I saw not only Jeff fucking Jarrett, and I'm already upset that he's in a fucking title picture of any sort, but fucking Karen Jarrett. And I said it last week, and every time I see them together, I will get TNA vibes. I don't give a shit. I don't. I'm sorry if that makes everybody mad. Oh well. It's too much TNA for me. And I was immediately... vibes. <laughs> we got worse on that. That's worse. But it's it, it just... I'm not... I couldn't get behind it. It felt sloppy at points. It just... It killed me. Um, I honestly thought, you know... I, I didn't hate the way the Jade thing ended. I just didn't really think you needed to bury Taya by hitting the fucking move on her. You couldn't have won with a roll-up? You know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. I, you know, I, I kicked out of her move. Now I'm you know, barely hanging on. Let me get a fucking roll-up, and they're going to get in there and get destroyed by Chris Statlander in 30 seconds anyway. I'm just, you know, I, I just felt like that was a little bit of a burial. Um, I don't know. And then maybe uh, I'm not – I wasn't the biggest fan of the band playing – I think we kept talking about like uh, the the band was awful. It was they sound <laughs> it sounded so bad. Like the only guy that was any good was like the drummer, and that was just because he his fucking part was as basic as holy shit. Um, that fucking singer was horrendous. I sing better in the shower. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, for all the shit I'm talking, there was plenty positives. Orange Cassidy beat the world like we were hoping, like we like you know, and it and it pissed people off. But it also got people to think, well, maybe he's a lot better than they you know than we were thinking. You know, he's got something set up with Swerve. Maybe this is the time. I don't know. I I still think you got to bring some international guy in to beat him. You really need to. You need to have the international title won by somebody who's internationally going around. You know, even if it's small stints. I don't know. I'm just. I'm also on the OC train where I'm like, don't get anything off of him. He's the man. I mean, MJF's MJF. I just, I, I can't like, it was, it it felt kind of spot festy, but I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I still enjoyed it. Uh, Hell, I thought fucking Christian Cage and and Wardlow was way better than anybody expected it was going to be. I actually really enjoyed it. Minus the part where, the fucking, the fucking swanton, you barely, I mean, granted, I know it's the safest thing to do, and I appreciate you being safe, Wardlow, but you barely clip a man in a ladder bridge and destroy the other ladder, and I'm just kind of like, huh, all right, but I mean, it, 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 it was okay, um, but yeah, I think that, that ladder breaking was really, really bad, though. Yeah, what? Okay, well, here, look, I've I've been I've been rambling my ass off talking all the shit I can for the past like three days about this. What? Am I viewing this negatively? Am I in the negative mindset that bad? I apparently not because you seem to have the same um as uh, same. What am I going to say? Vibes. Feelings about doubling up and as a general consensus, whereas I'm just like hey, it was okay. I've I've seen far worse and I've seen a hell of a lot better. Um, right. But uh, nothing really stood out to me as getting 
as much hate as I've seen. Like people saying this, I mean, you questioned whether it was the worst AEW pay-per-view ever. I think that still begins and ends with Britt Baker and fucking, what was that stupid cinematic match she had? Oh my God. I think that was her. Was that her? And Thun- no, not her and Thunder Rosa. Not Rosa. No. Um, Is that Jesus bad? I can't even remember it. Oh, it was. Um, Couldn't be. Swole. Swole. Oh, God. That explains that pay per view was a dog shit, and it kicked that... off with the worst cinematic match I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty low bar. <laughs> it was pretty low bar. <laughs> um,. Shit, we didn't even talk about that match in all reality. I think we kept talking about like uh, pay per views during the pandemic. During in all reality, yeah. But that, um, that was one, I think. Actually, you might be right. Um, but as far as this year's Double or Nothing goes, um, I, I've kept replaying Jade's entrance. I thought that was a superstar entrance. Superstar. Um, I don't. I don't even know the singer. I don't even know the song. But it was a great entrance, and she should keep it forever. Oh, it's a fucking huge song out here in in the in the states. It's a, it, it just hell. To, it, Apparently, it's, it's so, a big TikTok song too. It's a huge TikTok song, and it's it's so over to the point where like even like kids, like like boys, will fucking jam to it. Even though it's yeah. songs talking about like how pretty girls walk like this. Like there's like, like I said, whole, I, I've been replaying it. <laughs> it's it's awesome. Like in all reality, it's awesome. It's like I've seen there are kids in Little League right now, boys in Little League that are like fourteen <laughs> that are out there just. They have a whole fucking strut to this thing. It's, it's a, it's a confidence booster. It's a confidence yeah. booster, and and that entrance was fantastic. I think that's Megan the Stallion. I think that, I might be wrong though. I don't know. Uh, but you swear that song was written for Jade, the no, way she dude. carried it. Seriously, seriously, um, it was great. Nothing really to write home about as far as the match with Taya goes. Obviously, we we were expecting Taya to dethrone her. Um, we were right about one thing. Jade was losing the title yeah. and possibly moving on, but we were just got, we weren't expecting an open challenge and it to be somebody else who took the title from her other than Taya. But um, a nice surprise to see Chris come back and, you know, she's, she's earned her flowers. She finally got a title and you could see how much it meant to her. Hell yeah. Day one, she, day one, man. She's OG, triple OG. She's been there from the start. Uh, she is literally. Went from like somebody that we kind of like to somebody we love to somebody who was undeniable to all right, give her the belt. What the fuck she got hurt? And then now it was like, all right. I think uh I think it was Kyle, one of the guys in the TSK was talking about uh her like oh well, they kind of basically held the belt for Statlander. I was like, yes and no. I was like, I'm sure they thought like, okay, well, Statlander will be like the first one to take it off of Jade. But then they were like, Well, Jade's got so much goddamn momentum, we can't stop this. Because in yeah. all reality, her sixty victories was awesome, and it was it, and it worked perfectly for her. And rumor going around is now that she's lost, she's going to take some time off, uh, and they're going to immediately try to bring her back as a face. You know what I mean? They don't want to really have her as a heel no more. They want her as a face, which would be great, considering the fact that Tony Storm is the new AEW Women's Champ. Which, by the way, how fucking hurt is Jamie Hader? She has yeah. got to be madder. Uh, I don't. I don't think anybody called that. Well, a few people in the comments did, but none of us on the show called Tony winning last week, right? Um, and it felt like you could tell it was a title change because Jamie's injured. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a long term plan to put the title back on Tony. Um, no, I mean, um, yes and no. I well, no, 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 no. You're right, but I also think it's like it's all they may 
it may be one of those things where it's like, okay, well, she's hurt, but she could be ready for like forbidden door. Yeah. Or heaven forbid, this is something they wait all the way out until August and go to Wembley with. Yeah. I mean, I could see Jamie coming back soon, but like watching Tony win the match, I wasn't thinking, okay, they've been planning this for weeks or months. Oh, fuck, no. It was a, no, this was a knee jerk reaction because Jamie's injured. Oh, yeah. Pull the trigger. Anybody um, but but we did say a couple of weeks ago it came out of nowhere when Tony challenged her to a title match. Yes. So it's like maybe it's been two, three weeks in in the in the build for this title change. Um, but sure. Tony's running with it. Um, last time she was a face, this time she's a heel, and she's still ragging on the whole uh, <laughs> temporary champion thing. Ah, uh, that's right. Well, interim. It, you know. It's it it, it it stings you. It stings you when you get yeah. told that you were a temporary champ. So I can't necessarily blame her, you know. But um, I don't know. It, I just uh, the crappiest faction there is right now has a has a world title. But hey, it could be worse. Yeah, I I think they're trying. It's just it's it doesn't seem to be evolving. It's just they're stuck in a rut. Well, they're they're giving off. Too many NWO, Degeneration, X, whichever one you want, whichever one you want at this point. I mean, I'm more sticking with the NWO because, like, I'm I'm not getting any dick and fart jokes until I start getting some dick and fart jokes. They are not the Degeneration X. You understand me? <laughs> so for you fucking smirks out there on fucking TikTok, giving me they're like, dude, no, they're not. There's no dick and fart jokes. Uh, we do get some naughty words from from uh, Soraya though. Which got her got her a hefty fine. She's got fucking money. She's paid it with Twitch money. Well, we're, we're meant to be seeing her brother soon on Dark, at least. Well, Dark's not going to be a really? thing much longer, but he's supposed to be getting some Dark matches. Uh, she keeps tweeting out that she's been working on getting Zach a visa. Oh, good for him. Yeah, I mean, anybody who watched that goddamn movie, you're kind of already pulling for him. Yeah. The poor bastard. They picked your sister. Well, yeah, I'm but I mean, sorry, not just that. I mean, he's he's a trainer, too. And yeah. the part of the film that was very true was he, tra- he trained a blind kid to wrestle. That's bad fucking ass. That, that's fucking badass, yeah. I don't yeah. give a shit what you fucking say. I mean, that's bad fucking ass. So, uh, hopefully we'll be seeing a little bit of Zach soon. Zach Zodiac. Zach Zodiac. Um, just don't join the outcasts we don't need that oh what the <laughs> um main events uh anarchy in the arena nobody called oh well we may have called it like a couple of weeks ago uh, to catch the heel turn but i don't think any of us called it happening in that match and costing nope. the elite the amount the match i figured it'd be don doing something stupid maybe just distracting and it's like, oh, Don, goddamn Don costed him. But it was like, no, to see fucking Takeshita, it blew my mind. And um, for all the smarks out there, we're like, where's Coda? Where's Coda? Everybody call Coda. Call him right now. Tell him to get his ass to the States. And I think he already dropped like a truth bomb where he was like, I don't give a shit about Takeshita. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So, wow. Don, but then again. Don did name drop a bunch of guys last night from Muto to Okada. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, there's been doors coming up. There is a shit ton of cats. So, and then that's the one thing too. So everybody has to remember, Kota Bushi 
is not to my knowledge i don't think he's under contract with uh, with um a with uh, new japan anymore i think he's a free yeah. agent yeah so he's one of those guys where it's like if he's going to be at forbidden door he's got to be signed to AEW, or he's a you know they paid him hefty enough to show up which i'm sure they could do well maybe hangman dropped a very subtle hint um, when he was being interviewed last night and um who, who's the interviewer Mar- marvez said you know i heard kenny's not here this week he got on a plane he went to canada and hangman's like yeah he's not here this week but he's not in canada nope so maybe he's in japan he is that's the that's the fun story right now so that's the thing and that's the other fun thing too we're trying to figure out how many guys are going to japan for this g1 and right now i would not be surprised if the one best bout machine kenny by god omega hangs out and does the G1. I've heard rumors of Claudio going out and, and wrestling in the G1. I want to see uh, Wheeler. I, I would love to see Wheeler, but Wheeler's too small. Wheeler, unfortunately, would fit for the best of the Super Juniors, which had already passed, yeah. uh, which he should have fucking been a part of. But uh, it is what it is. Um, uh, who, and then uh, Mox. Looks like Mox wants to go back. And so he'll yeah. be in the G1. And so I'm like, give me a fourth. But I can't put my finger on who. And that's the problem. It's got to be a, uh, somewhat of a bigger guy because of the goddamn weight limit. So it's like, uh, my only other guess, and this is, and I'm saying this because I've, I've wanted him to go to Japan to work on his style in Japan. And I think he would be over as a son of a bitch in Japan. Miro. Yeah. I think but he would work flawlessly. When do you want kick off? Uh, I want to say in like three weeks, three, four yeah, weeks. I want so to say it's only in June. Miro seems to be a big part of Collision, so mm, yeah, that's, that's going to be a tough one. It's all good. We can hope and dream. Um, but there was also a couple of goofy spots in um, Anarchy in Arena, of a course, couple? the one everybody's talking about, the exploding super kick. Oh, come on. My favorite was the pile drive, was the, was the truck spot. No, God damn it! Don't don't. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking that to all the drive fucking, looked nasty. It looked nasty, but I'm talking to all the young wrestling fans out there with dads that had pickup trucks. And yes, I'm talking to all of you. You know, goddamn well, every time you got in that thing, you would run to the corner and pretend to hit the ropes. Don't act like you didn't. I swear to God, if you go back and you watch it and you see Matt get ready for this pile driver, he hits the fucking ropes in the corner. <laughs> And I'm laughing my ass off, and Rob's like, it's not that funny. I'm laughing my ass off. This is the greatest thing ever. Takes this gnarly pile driver in the back of this fucking poor rental truck. Comes back with an explosive shoe. <laughs> fucking hell. And then they beat the crap. And then, like, that's the thing that I love the most. It was like, they, were so, they weren't so mad at him anymore for fucking, like, using it. They were mad at his foot. You son of a bitch, you blew up on me. And so they beat the crap out of his foot. <laughs> Put him in thumbtacks and shit. It was just, uh, I love that. The tax in the mouth spots get gets me every time. Ugh, I, 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 uh, heebie-jeebs. I, I thought you were going to say, kids, don't do a pile driver in the back of a truck. It's dangerous. Yeah, don't do that. That, that too. Don't do that. But go ahead and hit the ropes in the, in the truck. Just you know, remember, you can fall out. Yeah, and don't put explosives on, on the bottom of, of your shoes. That's dangerous too. Especially if you're gonna kick somebody bike. in the face. I'm just kidding. I was like, put it on the back of your bike, get a bottle rocket, and shh, it'd be like boosters. But I, I don't do it because it might Did, go boom at the end. Didn't they try something like that 
in like stadium stampede yes somebody had a bike and the thing went i forgot who had the bike though i don't want to say it was sammy i think it was like jericho i I think sammy was involved in the spot i think so that sounds about right (laughs) because he was all yeah because of stadium stampede and i could see him running around right now in the goddamn football gear Oh god, okay. Gotta go back and watch that. These matches are they're fun, don't get me wrong. Bloody yeah. is all holy fuck, but And uh speaking of Sammy, congratulations to Sammy and Ty, of course, hey. with the cute card announcement. Like it like it very original. Um I kinda yeah. called it like they came out with a cue cards and I thought, okay, he's doing his cue card gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um and the first one said it's time for the big match. And I just thought that wait a minute. I think they're announcing something. And then it was like, but first, okay, yeah, I got it. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Also, you can kind of see Ty looked not nervous, but anxious. If you you have been around, and I I hate saying it like this, if you've been around pregnant women before, you know they love to hide their bellies. And I'm like, there's no way in God's green earth that Ty is hiding anything. (laughs) So when I seen her in this, like, cover, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's pregnant. And it was, uh, congrats to them. I love it. Um, seriously, good for them. I mean, fuck, hell, Alexa Bliss is pregnant now, too. Yeah, there's there's something in the waters. Seriously. What's going on? Everybody fucking went off. Like, okay, so they went to Vegas. Bam, there's a kid. Did, the, did <laughs> WWE go to Vegas? I'm just kidding. But no, I mean, it's it's awesome. It's, it's you know, tis the season, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it was nice. The camera cut to Jungle Boy, give him a little clap. But I also feel sorry for Jungle Boy because he's the only one that didn't really do anything special for his entrance. Nah, he just had his he, normal entrance. He, Sammy normal, had the announcement. Darby had the video. MJF had the fucking chair from heaven. It's <laughs> awesome. Poor Jungle Boy. He's just like, I got green on my trunks. <laughs> okay, Jungle Boy was, I got a cool entrance music. Yeah, that's true. And nobody sung it. That's why it's, oh, I'm like, I'm that's like, when you dude, know it's a bad crowd. That's when, like, how? I'm like, I'm seeing so many people. There's like three people doing this, and then everybody else is. And I'm like, the fuck are you doing? Then there was another dude, and I think this motherfucker ended up on fucking Twitter because of this shit, um, or he was on Twitter spewing shit. There was a dude in either like the 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 second or the third row. Literally dead camera shot every time they went hard cam, who was always on his phone. Literally the whole fucking show. He would look up, see a move. It's like, so what are you doing at this show, bud? Are you watching it on your phone? Because you're fucking that goddamn close. They come spit on you. And there was another super nervous guy. Every time they slammed to the guardrail, he got out of the way. And I'm like, dude, would you fucking relax? <laughs> it's not going to come caving on you. And if it does, who cares? Make some money. Those Jesus rails are heavy. Yeah. They're not going nowhere. Fucking idiot. Um, so I feel like they made a good move in uh, moving on after Double or Nothing on Dynamite last night. Uh, a mm-hmm. few new things were set up. Um... Bullet Club, uh, Bullet Club, Bullet Club Gold, the Bang Bang Gang, the Bang, uh, bang, bang going bang. after FTR. Well, yeah, I don't know what the fuck their end game is with Ricky Starks, and I'm like, why do you guys just keep beating up on Ricky Starks? Like, what did Ricky do 
like that bad. Like Juice they, they, fucking they, hates Ricky. Well, then again, Juice hates everybody. <laughs> when he is mad at you, Juice screams like a fucking like a mad pregnant woman. Yeah. But I love him though. He's the fucking best. But I he is he is loud. I feel bad for every cameraman that has to work with him. Jay must have earplugs every time he stood next to Juice and Juice is cutting the promo. He's just so loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I said, it's not like the worst thing ever. I like it. It's not like it's super negative. It's just he's fucking loud. He went from being the sign wielding weirdo that, you know, he, he was the hippie. Yeah, he was soft spoken to the. Uh, to the still soft-spoken Juice Robinson in New Japan at his beginning, you know, and the, the only time he ever got crazy when he started talking about the broken metatarsal. Yeah, you know, and now so it's Ju- still one of still one of the best fucking promos ever. Yeah, it is. Uh, Juice went from save the world to fuck the world. That's right. Is the fucking shit. And then now he's gone. He's rock high, and he's just. Somebody, Tony told him to go up to like a thousand. Not Tony Cobb. Tony is his fucking Tony Stone. <laughs> she said, "Go to a thousand. And he's like, ten thousand. And she's like, "Fuck it." And so there you go. He's this is this is what we get, and it's all goddamn Tony Storch's fault. She she must be backstage watching his promos, dying. She has to be. She <laughs> has to be. I wonder if he screams like that at home. Who is the cereal? Oh, can't say I blame him. Um, right? What else we got set up last night? TK obviously announced the return of Punk at Collision, which none of us saw coming. Whatever. I love, love how it took Tony three weeks of consecutive announcements to tell us everything we already fucking knew months ago. <laughs> months ago We're starting man. a new show. It's called Collision. Okay. okay, we knew this. Next week, I'm going to announce where it is, but we know it's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. Okay. Next week, I'm going to announce another thing about the show. It's going to be CM Punk. CM Punk's coming back. We knew that. We knew all of this. Why, why don't you, like, leave it as a surprise? Like, that's yeah. the thing that, like, killed me. Is I'm like, look, dude. And, and I ended up not being able to go to the fucking show, even though it was here in San Diego. But it was, it was just funny because I'm <laughs> like, another announcement. It's obviously Punk. Why not just let him show up? There's no oh shit. They actually they're gonna go through it in 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 in, uh, in Chicago without Punk. Oh my god! Why Tony Khan can't keep his fucking fingers out of his pockets or whatever? So he's gotta say something, right? So you go what two weeks? You go two weeks and oh my god, Punk's back! And then there you go. So then that way you you pop a rating for week one and then week two because guess you showed up, Punk. Yeah. I mean, I heard it was because ticket sales are not super high. But if people knew Punk's going to come back anyway, what difference does it make officially announcing that he's coming back? True. Here's the other thing, and 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 I need everybody to understand this fun part. And I'm and this is this is where the comparisons have to get, uh, I guess, seen in real real light all the time. So all you e fuckers out there, here's the fun reality. Or I guess this is more for like the AEW. Like it's like a harder pill to swallow for AEW. When AEW says they're coming to town, unless you are following the product through and through, most people still don't know what AEW is. Mm. I, I have multiple wrestling parents at the school I work at, and there's a lot of kids. And I've been telling you guys going to Dynamite. You guys going to Dynamite. You guys going to Dynamite. And they're like, I got one parent. He kept asking me. He was like, Yeah, yeah we're, he kept saying he was going. He was going. He was going. 
And literally yesterday he was like, it's SmackDown, right? And I'm like, Dynamite. What's that? AEW. Oh, the one on TNT? Yeah. Oh, I don't watch that one. And it's like, you have to understand that regardless of what arena you're going to be in in this certain city, most places are still considered a WWE town because they've been around since the 80s. Okay, yeah. there's the lineage. They've been here. They've run through your town. Your parents have seen it. Your brother, you're seeing it. Your sister, your cousins, everybody's seen it. Oh, well, they all went to that show once. And, you know, because it was WWE show. So now it's like a, huh? A what? So when you take that into context and the reality of AEW, because they're only three years in, are not an immediate name draw because they don't have like WWE films and all this other bullshit. You know what I mean? There's not so much behind it yet. They're not super huge. So if you're not a diehard wrestling fan, you're not buying tickets. So you can't just say, we're coming to your town with no fucking card and expect fucking tickets to just fly off the shelves because wrestling fans, right? No. You got to give them something. A Chicago, I get. Chicago, I understand. Say Punk's coming, whatever. It'll sell out in a half a minute. The problem with fucking all your shit in Canada, what are you pitching them? What are you pitching them? You're pitching them, I'm, we're going to be there. Oh, okay. On a Saturday night. On a set. okay. The fuck? You know what I mean? It, it's like, so, so, so what do we get? I, I get to give up my Saturday night for what? What I have, I'm going into this bitch blind. You can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me I'm going to get an Owen Hart, uh, you know, memorial tournament or something. You can't tell me some of these cats from the fucking uh, Forbidden Door are going to hang out in Canada and wrestle on, you know, for me. Like, what can you tell me that makes me want to buy a ticket other than AEW is coming to town? You, you need more right now. Yeah. You know what? Maybe this is the difference with the with why AEW is so successful in the U.K., or more well known mm. in the UK because I think the UK is very WWE, but there's also a lot of anti WWE, and it's well, probably all... because WWE only tour here twice a year um, after Mania, before Survivor Series, and other than that, all we get is TV, which is all we get from AEW. So it's pretty much a fair comparison. I, I was just going to say, I was like, I don't think you guys are exposed to the liveness of the exactly. show as much. And then on top of that, in all reality, let's keep it funky. And and I've noticed, and I've, and I've said this week and week and week, and if I can continue to quote Ted Lasso until the fucking end of time, I will do so. That show has shown me UK fans, European fans, period, are a different breed. They don't mind the, the fickleness is I don't like it, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna, not going to watch it. It's I don't like yeah. that. I like this sport, so I'm going to watch it, but I don't like that. OK, but I'm still going to watch it. So you're going to bitch about that, but you're still going to watch it. Yeah. OK, and that's it. And that's it. There's there's no negativity towards it. There's not like out here like. Where, like myself, for instance, where I've gotten way less on the east side, which I've slowly gotten back because it's been getting better. Mm. And I was mainly AEW. Every it's like, oh, wrestling's on, and it's that's it doesn't matter what promotion it is. Hell, you get yeah. what's the what's the promote the small indie promotion you guys go to see the couple of times that you've went? Oh, basics. Yeah, that that that's very very indie. You see what they I get mean? Like it's like two hundred people a night. It 
but there you go. You it's it's about the love of the sport. And it's not so oh, I'm fickle because it's this or I'm fickle. I'm not going because it's this company. I'm not going because it's that company. You're like a fucking wrestling show. Yeah. And it's literally half hour down the road. There you go. Um, and of course, like you said, you can't just sell tickets without a card, but they did for Wembley because it's different over here. It's hey, how often does AEW come here? Never. But, Let's go. And then it's Wembley. Yeah, it's going to be a huge show. You announce a tour of shows in Canada without a match card, and it's like, but we get wrestling in Canada anyway. What's special about it? Give us Pretty something. Good wrestling, too. <laughs> like, come on, keep it funky with you. It's not like it's bad out there. It's not uh, like they're rocking fucking shitty indies. Pretty much all we know about Collision is it's all the guys that are not featured on TV every week. So Punk, Miro, Thunder Rosa, and then you got the champions. Andrade. Uh, Andrade. Thunder Rosa. All, all the guys that back. apparently had issues. Yep, all the ones that had beef. <laughs> Fucking hell. But, I mean, watching last night's announcement, you still can't tell me Punk isn't over because... Half the crowd was that. There was actually some shocked faces in that crowd. There was they, they was cut more... to a few people with punk shirts, and there was like a, there was like one who cheered all hell, and there was a woman next to him just like, mm-hmm. like yeah, dumb face. There was a mom <laughs> in the front row booing the shit out of him, and I'm like, I like her. She's cool <laughs> with me. But that's that's also the fun thing too. San Diego is a is a is a is a vocal crowd. If we don't like it, we're gonna tell you we don't like it. And they did not. It was it was an indifference crowd, and I loved that. I was loving that part. Um, we've talked about him trying to redeem himself and trying to be a better person while he's been away. Sure. Hopefully, when he does come out on Collision, he addresses like the issues he's had and just says, "You know what? Time to move on." I yeah. I did some dumb shit. I'm a better person now. AJ sent me to therapy. Let's do this. All right. Take responsibility for directions. Yeah. And then out comes fucking Ace Steel in a muzzle. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm a fight him, boss. I'm a fight him. <laughs> I can see it now. Um, but yeah, there we go. Uh, now we're going to take a trip through the annals of time with This Week in Wrestling History. All right, May 26, 1997. The unlikely team of Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin became WWE Tag Team Champions when they defeated Owen Hart and the British Bulldog on Raw. They held the titles for 49 days until they were forced to vacate after Michaels was suspended for getting into a backstage fight with Bret Hart. Shocker. If um if you weren't around or if you don't know about the the ninety seven history with Bretton Shot, they did not like each other. Not not no, just fucking nineties period. These fucking guys didn't like each other at all. I swear <laughs> to God, like fucking hell, they just you know they thought they were the carbon copy of one another. I guess I don't fucking know because they definitely yeah. could look that way. They both thought they were better than the other, and you could make a case for both of them. Fucking ain't right. Fucking ain't right. Uh, and then, of course, the infamous Montreal screw job. Oh, 
Dark Side of the Ring, go watch it. Yeah. Um, May 26, 2020, AJ Styles won the Intercontinental title for the first time, defeating Daniel Bryan in a tournament final to crown a new champion. After the previous champion, Sami Zayn, was stripped of the title, another stripped of the title, for uh, refusing to compete during the pandemic. Safety, baby. Safety. Yeah. And then, of course, he came back and claimed he was still the champion, and we had the whole title unification thing um, with uh, Shinsuke. Yeah. Sounds right. Um, but it, obviously, this was the first time AJ won the IC title. He'd already won the WWE title and the US title, so this was pretty much world title and both mid-card titles. He still and then he won tag, right? tag titles. He won yep. tag Romas. Oh, that's right, he did. Shit. Um, the only one he hasn't won for a Grand Slam, well, a full Grand Slam, is Universal. I don't know if that's going to happen now, but then, of course, now we've got the World Heavyweight again, so the whole concept is fucked up again. Fucking ruined it, 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 it. Kind of like us. Every time somebody gets close to Grand Slam, we move the goalposts and bring in a new title. But of course, you have every you have every have available accolade, out. including the old promo title. Somebody's got to make up a fucking title now. <laughs> uh, let's do a secondary predictions title or something stupid. Right. Uh, we might we may have to create a secondary fucking MVP title because Travis has got a death grip on that thing. God damn, Travis. We're just gonna have to dub it the fucking, you know, the Travis title or something. The fucking, you know, the <laughs> the the Walker belt. I don't know. The Walker ship. Like We're gonna that. have to come up with a junior heavyweight MVP. <laughs> we'll make it work. <laughs> um, where are we up to? May twenty eighth, nineteen eighty eight. We're going back to the eighties. At IWGP Champion Series, Owen Hart defeated Hiroshi Hasi to become the IWGP, speaking of, junior heavyweight champion, which he held for 28 days before dropping to Shiro Koshinaka. A little bit of history, yes. Owen Hart was a junior heavyweight champion in Japan. If you didn't know that, you didn't know much about Owen Hart. I'll tell you what. <laughs> like, Anytime you do any research on Owen Hart and you type in the word Japan, the first 17 pictures, and that's not an exaggeration, the first 17 pictures you see, he's wearing the, the IWGP belt. Yeah, you thought um, Owen was beloved in WWE. You need to go and watch his New Japan stuff. Fuck, dude. Oh, my God. I'm talking about said- white guy being over. And I've always said Owen was light years ahead of his time. You know what? Now that I say it, now that I really truly think about it, there's only been one more Canadian that's been more over than Owen Hart in fucking New Japan, and that's Kenny Omega. He, I won't even say that Owen Hart was bigger then than Jericho was in his itty bitty stint. Damn, he was that fucking beloved. Um, May twenty ninth. 2000. Oh, God. You know exactly where I'm going when I say 2000. Just six days after winning the WCW world title on Thunder, Kevin Nash gave the title to Ric Flair, who then yep. lost it to Jeff Jarrett on the same night. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, I hate Thunder. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just hate I to WCW watch 2000. It's just an awful period. That was the guarantee. That was what. That was the one show that I kept watching. When I stopped watching Nitro, I kept watching Thunder. I don't know why. Don't ask me. Ask so nine. bad, it's good. Sure. Ask the fucking eleven-year-old <laughs> me. What the fuck are you doing? Ah, it's wrestling. It's literally my answer. It. it. It's kind of how we look back on Power Rangers now. I mean, it, it is still beloved, but you look back on Power Rangers now and the acting is awful, the effects are awful. They pose you know, and the fucking background explodes. It made no sense. 
Well, in all but reality, it's classic. It, in all reality, like when you're like, oh, this is such a great show, and then you realize they ripped off a fucking Japanese series for so many years, you're like, oh, you guys. I don't give a fuck. I still like it. Not no, not only did they just redub it, but they redubbed the same scenes over and yeah. over and over. <laughs> and it was like two hundred episodes of the same scenes. How of do we like, get this? Of like a twelve series, twelve <laughs> episode series in Japan. It's like, huh? They got yeah, fucking two hundred plus episodes out of it. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. And trivia: Why does the Pink Ranger have a skirt, but the Yellow Ranger doesn't? Because in a Japanese series, the Yellow Ranger was a dude. Bing. <laughs> Bonus points for you. Okay. Um, moving on. Sometimes. Back into wrestling. May 29th, 2014. After Paige was stripped of the title following her main roster debut, Charlotte became the second NXT Women's Champion after defeating Natalia in the tournament final. Because, of course. Right? <laughs> because, and of course. If I remember correctly, Rick and Brett were in the corners. Yep. And Brett had to watch... A flare beat a heart again. I'm also I'm pretty sure he was like pissed off by how like crappy uh, Natalia's sharpshooter was. He was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> he like I think that face is like a meme. I swear <laughs> it is. Did my daddy teach you nothing? No. <laughs> He's like, "Oh shit, and Jim's failed you." Uh, we love you, daddy. Um, May 30th, 2021, in the first full-capacity event since the pandemic, AEW presented Double or Nothing, featuring Sting and Darby Allin's win over Men of the Year. I think this was Sting's, um, obviously his first match in front of a crowd in AEW, but his first, like, normal match. Right. Yeah, because he had the cinematic ones. Yeah, with Brian Cage and... Shit, who was his partner? Hobbs? Hobbs. Was it Hobbs? Yeah. Maybe it Hobbs. I think it was Hobbs. Um, also, Kenny Omega defended the world title against Orange Cassidy and Pac. And Sammy Guevara kept the inner circle together as he scored the win against the pinnacle in Stadium Stampede 2. Good for Sammy. Great moment for Sammy. Don't forget the card spot. <laughs> never forget the card spot. Well, I, I never forget. Obviously, it was Stadium Stampede, so they started it like backstage. I never forget that pop when Sammy and I think it was MJF came through the crowd and the crowd just went nuts because it obviously was the first time they'd all seen him in a long time. Uh, and then for Sammy to get the win was great. Oh, yeah. Excellent moment. Um, and then finally, today in history, June 1st, 2019, at TakeOver 25, Adam Cole defeated Johnny Gargano to win the NXT title. This would become the longest reign as NXT champion to this day at 396 days. Oh, baby. Um, which I think he still brags about. Good. As he <laughs> fucking should. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't see anybody really coming close to that. Not unless they want to keep Carmelo Hayes down there for a long time, but... I mean, in all reality, I'm hearing the Creed brothers are going to go up to the main roster. I'm hearing Braun Baker's getting ready to go up to the main roster. So, they're, they're hey, they're cranking out their stars. Yeah. Because it sounds um, like some people are getting cut. I mean, how close did Brian Kate, uh, Brian Kate, fucking Braun Breaker get? Oh, he was like a month away from beating of it. Of course he was. Of course he was. 
But he's still there. Like, you could have kept the title on him just to... Because we know how much WWE love breaking their own records. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they got somebody else in mind. If he was still champion now, he would be the longest reigning NXT champion. They fucked up. Fucked all the way up. Maybe uh, H and Sean still have too much love for Adam Cole. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, So that is all your history this week. Before we go any further, Beer was three answers away from dethroning Kenny Killer as Nala's champion, but it wasn't to be. Well, not one to take a loss lightly. Beer is less than pleased with his defeat, which now means he cannot challenge for the Nala's title for as long as Kenny remains champion. And he's been campaigning all week long. Um, There's a petition going, and he also has this to say. Let Beer compete. Good evening. At Full House, I lost. And judging that I lost by unfair ruling, I've hit rock bottom. I've hit severe rock bottom for my loss at Full House. The lowest that I've felt in a long, long time. I feel at the moment is about as useful as a broken condom. Well, but the the, the only way is up, right? (laughs) The only way is up is this is not the end. This is the beginning of a beer comeback. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be like a rocket going into the sky. And when that bangs, that means I've risen from the ashes. <laughs> and, and and also with this unfair rule, while Kenny's champion, I can't have no more title matches. Okay, you want to play it that way? Fine. So what I have done is I've launched a worldwide petition for this pathetic ruling to finally come to an end. And I've had some comments by a lot of people that have stood up for me. Okay, so let's get some of these comments. Okay, so Mike Purple Undercracker says, Beer, that is so unfair. You should be the champion. Thank you, Mike Purple Undercracker. Next, we have Aiden from Wigan says, Beer, that ruling should be lifted immediately. That is completely, utterly unfair. You deserve at least another shot. Thank you, Aiden. We've also got um, Mohammed from Pakistan. Big up, Mohammed. He says, Beer, that is a disgrace. Why would they do that to you? I will immediately sign this petition. Thank you, Mohammed. And I've also had a few little haters online. We have Gavin from Manchester says, Shut the fuck up. You lost because you're a fucking gimp. P.S. 
those glasses you're wearing make you look an absolute retard. Gavin, let me tell you that these are big time. These sunglasses cost more than what you earn in a month. We've also got Alexandru from Romania says, shut up, you weirdo. Give someone else a chance. Like here, give Dana Brooke a chance because you're definitely one that's way to give Dana Brooke a chance. So this petition is it's looking good. And I will become the champion. And I know that you are going to lift this ruling, Dazzy. Kinney, as I said, all the respect in the world to you, you beat me. But you were given the easiest questions. I had dumb questions. Anyway, it is what it is. But I know that you, Max, Pass Max Wrestling Podcast, you're going to lift it. And I will get my championship back. And I'm going to hold on to it forever and ever and ever. <laughs> it's happening. Oh, we've got another message here. From my cock schlong says, give beer another chance. Thank you, my cock schlong. Much appreciated. So when big time beer becomes champion again, I'm going to move on to King of the Mic. And not only will I get my knowledge championship back, I'm going to become the king of the mic. So roll on, King of the Mic. And then when I become King of the Mic, I will get my championship shot. And there's nothing you peasants can do about it. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Beer, I can't grant you another shot at Kinney. Because you knew the stipulations and you lost. But what I can do is give you a spot in the King of the Mike tournament for a chance hey. to face your TV champion. Um, because King of the Mike season has officially returned. It was uh, supposed to be the first match this week, but due to the world title match getting pushed, you're getting both of the first preliminary matches next week. So uh, with that said, let's unveil the brackets. Next week, you're going to get the debut of Chris Reed as he takes on Cypher. Plus... Beer enters the fold and goes one-on-one -on -one with Ted P. De Niro. And take it from me, Beer, that is not an easy kill to climb. Oh, sir. Um, and then the following week, we're going to get Daniel Crimmins versus The Lawyer, Chad Malcolm. Okay. And one, two, three weeks from now, the final of the preliminary matches will be your own LFA, Moses Marquez, Reigniting that rivalry with the Phoenix. Two for the ass, Phoenix. So one of those eight will be your next King of the Mic. Um, only one, of course. Moses is a former King of the Mic. It's not easy. It's not an easy mountain to climb, especially now under television rules, baby. Don't forget that part. Television rules. Yeah, so um, unlike previous tournaments, there's no public vote. There's no judges. Um, <clears throat> your fate rests solely in your own hands all you have to do is be the closest to five minutes and the restrictions are no gimmicks no camera cuts no special effects just you and a microphone for as close to five minutes as possible right um i mean it, it doesn't have to be like four minutes 59 seconds we're talking you can go over five minutes 
mm-hmm. as long as the other guy isn't closer to five minutes. So it's literally as close as you possibly can, over or under. Right. And of course, remember, you know, keep the punches, you know, clean. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not get too personal, guys, shall we? <laughs> so that's your King of the Mike tournament. Um, it officially begins next week with two matches. Now, let's have a little bit of fun. Let's see if y'all can get there before we do. If Daz can guess the identity of this uh, particular person, he's going to have to cut a 60-second promo at the end of the show. Let's have some fun. It's time to guess the wrestling. I wonder who this could possibly be. Who is it? Who the hell is it? Guess the wrestler. He's the wrestler. Better than all the wrestlers. Right, let's go jumping off the wall. Triple A Hall of Fame, a class of 2008, and he was a part of the tag team with Art Bar as Triple A Tag Team Champions, also back in the uh, 80s. He was ECW Champion twice. Ooh. Also, he won the Best of the Super Juniors in 1996 and the Super Junior Tag League, which was known as the Junior Heavyweight Super Grade Tag League. Because, you know, Japan with the great Sasuke in 1996. Tajiri? No. He, let's go, PWI. Comeback of the year in 1999. Inspirational wrestler of the year 2002 and 2004. He was ranked uh, two, uh, number two of the top 500 in 04, 81 in 2003, and uh, was a part of the, let's see, another one with Art Bar as far as tag teams. Uh, ranked 18th all the way back in 2003. First WCW. Let's go WCW. Oh, wow. He really didn't do a whole lot. Of <laughs> um, He was a... Where did it go? How many time Cruiserweight champion? Three uh, time Cruiserweight champion? Two time Cruiserweight champion. Malenko. No, sir. Uh, One time U.S. champion. He won the U.S. championship tournament in 1996. Also Battle Bowl... In 96, um, I'm going to kick myself. Let's see. Um, All right. How much time we got eight. left? 25 seconds. Shit. 25 seconds. Okay. Hall of Famer in 96, tag team champion, four-time, two-time intercontinental champion, two-time European, and a one-time WWE. Here's tag team partners. They're the four times he's won it. He's won with Tajiri, Rey Mysterio, and a guy named Chavo Guerrero. Eddie? Yep. No. Ed- Eddie. Oof. Tell me I, you got it with like a second left. I got two seconds left. Oh, you And lucky. I don't have to cut a promo on Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> oh, you see what I mean by I was telling you I'm so mean for this one. <laughs> ah. Yeah, they pushed the shit out of him in 96. Eddie was the ECW WCW champion? Run. ECW TV champion. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. that's why it took me so long to think about that one. Yeah, back in his, uh, I want to say he was there in like 94, 95, back when they would just got ECW, just got Extreme Championship Wrestling, and then he ended up going to WCW. Yeah. Uh, we had the I whole. I was thinking, why have I never heard of Eddie Guerrero being an ECW world champion? It's way back, it's way back in the day, that's why. But um, yeah, no, the European champ, I didn't want to give away his tag partners, because the second you say Guerrero next to another, and it's immediately your first guess is the other Guerrero. Well, when you said Ray, I thought Edge. Wait, no, Edge didn't have all that success. And, and he didn't wrestle on ECW. Right. But he made um, the pick. That's why I was like, ah, we'll save Guerrero for very last. 
But it's it was Art Bar was, rang uh, a bell too, though. Oh, that's right, he did because he was they, they were partners for a fucking minute, minute, minute. So, yep, lucky for you, no promo on the great Eddie Guerrero. Thank God. Uh, and that's another one taken too soon, too, at bar. Tell me. Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us, and head to the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Still to come, the new world heavyweight, new, what is it, the freaking world heavyweight <laughs> champion, Seth Rollins. The bloodline crumbles, and my world title is finally on the line. Yeah, but first, it's time for stupid shit people say online. This is shit Mark say. God damn it. OMG. Eggplant emoji. WTF. Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead, LOL. Peach emoji. Shit Mark's say. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. We got how much stupidity we got from TikTok this week. Um, it's honestly one of these things where it's like, uh, it's it's we're we're back to being divided. There's there's the there's so much AEW hate going on that I didn't have to do any of it myself. That like as much as I was able to check in on it every, but every other comment was the battlegrounds was better. The battlegrounds was better. The battlegrounds was better, and I'm like. Is anybody going to give an argument on what? No, but Battlegrounds was better. And I'm like literally going into the comments like, but what's your argument? Well, it was better. In what way? Because I, I said so. I'm a funny guy. Funny how? Oh, yeah. Get funny how. You're like, I'm a clown. I'm mute. Like, come on, motherfucker. Um, there was one dude who left a comment on just like a small video clip of somebody watching the the uh, Anarchy in the Arena match. And they were like, well, why do they have to bleed so much? Because they're beating the living shit it's, out of each other. It's a, it's literally a hardcore match with eight guys. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, because we haven't seen or heard of him in such a long time, a man White Chocolate has made a slowly shocking return. Because, of course, because, of course, how dare Matt Jackson pull this carny shit with his fucking exploding foot. And I'm like, I swear to God, I've seen... I mean, I think it was them that did it before. I'm pretty sure it was the Elite that did it once before. But it's like, who cares? Who cares? Like, again, you don't have to watch. You can hate the Elite. You can hate them all you want. Whatever. You can start watching again because Punk's back. I don't give a shit. But if they want to be vaudevilly, they're going to be vaudevilly. And I'll accept it and enjoy it. You bastards. Uh, okay, this is that Both bad. Both of these are bad. It, um, <clears throat> first one, I'm not even going to change a name. It's a rec- it's a repeat offender, Jobber Nation. Always up there. Always up there, yeah. Uh, Jobber Nation says, I still believe Nyla Rose shouldn't be allowed in the women's division. It's unfair and dangerous for the women to have to wrestle a biological man weekly. Um, and then doubles back, double doubles back with anybody calling me a transphobe is just using the word, but has no idea what it means. And then follows through with, I have no issue with Nyla Rose and how he chooses to live his life. Um, somebody seems to not know what the word transphobe means. 
for real. But, claim, like, but claims to know what it means. Um, are you sh- and then he just shouldn't be in the women's division. Rather see him against him against guys like OC and Hobbs. Your literal first line in this tweet was, anybody calling me a transphobe is just using the word and has no idea what it means. And then you use, like, five examples that you don't know what it fucking means. Because you're acting like a fucking transphobe. Look, dude, I I, under, I don't want to say I understand. I I get it, though. You know what I mean? I could see, excuse me, I, get, I could see your side of the coin, if you will. Physically, there a, is a difference. Yes. There's no denying a, that. I was a tad skeptical at first. It's like, ah, well, she's, uh, she's a guy, you know, or there was always that joke. Well, that's a guy, you know, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, well, whatever. It's been fucking years, bud. It's been years. Okay. And also here's the, here's the fun reality. If we really have to live in the land of uh, no sunshine and rainbows, you know what I mean? If we have to live in your fucking black and white world, because you know, whatever, and people aren't allowed to fucking express themselves, then let me put it to you like this, homie. There's fucking ladies in Japan right now beating the shit out of men do you understand me beating the shit out of go watch oscar back in the day go watch oscar back in the day seriously go watch her and fucking Minero suzuki and tell me and tell me that these fucking ladies are in danger you know tell me that they're in danger i'm in danger are you kidding me are you kidding me you ever piss off a fucking woman never in your life because look at you on twitter looking like a jackass you never pissed off a woman in your whole life boy i tell you what maybe your mama you should be scared they're little and they've got they're full of rage. You understand me? Full of rage. And are you you gonna hit them back? I ain't gonna hit them back. I'm not gonna fuck with them. And so Nyla Rose, yes, I understand. She's in trans and that is her that was her decision. And she is a women's champion because of it. Let her compete in the women's division. She is safe. She has never hurt anybody. So I don't understand where this biologically we ain't playing basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not doing bench presses. You what the fuck? What you, the fuck, homie? You can you can probably make a debate for like genuine like yeah. competitive sports like the Olympics yeah. and shit, which there has been plenty of debate about. But this is wrestling; it's predetermined. She not only that they work. Nine doesn't have an advantage because of her biological whatever. If if she's scripted to lose, she's scripted to lose. It's that simple. And they have to work together to get there. So right. what the fuck? If anything, you're probably in safe hands with somebody stronger. But look Thank at, you. like, biological women that have been stronger over the years. We've had no issues with China, with Jordan Grace right now. Dude, thank you. Nobody's bitching about her wrestling, dudes. Her no, she's, hey, like, buddy. fucking 90% muscle. Oh, is that why? Is because she's jacked the holy fucking... See, they're double standards then. So if we're not transphobing, we're double standard in life. What are we doing, player? What are we doing? How's the bottom of the trash can smell? Fucking hell. Get in the bin. <sighs> and, man, the, the next one just went all out. I mean, I know you're not Punk's biggest fan anymore, but geez, Louise. So this comes from WWE fan, bunch of fucking numbers. Oh, yeah, I love those um, With a fist as a profile picture. Of course. Um, CM Punk is a fucking cancer and should fucking die. I hope nothing but harm on him and his whole family. I'm glad that starting June 17th, AEW is going to die. Die, AEW, die. First of all, what's Punk's family done? Hold, wait, no. Who hurt you? I don't give a fuck about anything you said right now. That was a cry for help. Who hurt you? 
Was it was it was it your camp counselor? Was it the Boy Scouts? Did they touch you in the no no parts? Was it was it was it Pastor Dave? Did he take you somewhere special? Did he not buy you ice cream? What the hell happened, youngster? Because what the fuck are you talking about? What did that? What the, oh my goodness gracious! Look, dude, I don't like punk anyway. Like, and, and you're you're a thousand. I don't wish harm on nobody. On nobody here. I'm one of these, but see, then, then again, I'm a different breed of cat. Here's here's the kind of cat I am. I could have all the beef in the world with you, all of it. I could hate your guts. I could hate you more than fucking Nick Patrick and Jeff Jarrett made a baby, which already looks ugly as shit. But anyway, I could hate you more than that. But let this be known: behind my closed doors, I'm wishing well for you. I'm nothing. I'm, I'm hoping you nothing but success, even if it means in spite of me, because I don't want nobody to, to be out there and deep down. Yeah, I hope you fall in a ditch. You know what I mean, I hope you trip on the fucking curb and smack your face. Yeah, I don't want you to fucking die. I don't need nobody to die. I don't need nobody's family to get hurt. I don't need the puppy to get hurt. I don't need AJ to get hurt. What's, what's the fuck that going to do? Because you because you made a dumb move and you made my in the company that I love look stupid. Yeah, I'm not happy about it, but I don't need you to fucking die. Yeah, I'm not happy that you're a big announcement and a quote-unquote draw for the fucking, uh, for the nerds out there that only want to look for names, you know, instead of quality wrestling that, you know, whatever, that's, that's on them. And let that be for them. But we don't need to be wishing extra harm on nobody. On nobody. You want to be mad, bro? Be mad. But that... That hole right there is a cry for help. Go seek some of it. Talk it out, cause I I, I don't understand why he's so angry about Punk coming back when he clearly doesn't watch, doesn't like it. Wants AEW to die, also. So you and it's clearly it. just a WWE fan. So why do you care? That's the other thing that kills me is why is it? So, are you? Is it because you're mad that he's not coming back to the E? Oh, then he'd pop mad. like a motherfucker if Punk came back to the E. Exactly. So then get mad at Vince and Papa H for not letting him go. For not letting him come back. Yeah, Vince, at least Triple H shook his hand. Thank you. Don't get mad at fucking Punk because he's going to, he's, I'm hoping, going to go lay on his and, you know, squash, or hopefully they they have squashed his whole shit and we can all go back to making bread. You know? And it's like, whatever. If that's what it is, it's a partnership, baby. This is a business at the end of the ballgame. Let them make money. If it's again, like I, what did I just say when to start this whole thing? I could hate you from closed doors, but if you're helping my company grow, if you're helping do something, I'm wishing you well. Do it. You know what I mean? Build AEW up, for real. I don't. I'm not gonna watch you. I'm gonna shit on you. I'm gonna call you Pepsi Phil instead of CM Punk. So, but I don't uh, need to wish no death on you. You you can get in the bin and then get on the phone to a counselor. No, not the bin. Please. Where the is there like a fucking freeze freezer in the morgue this guy can sleep in? Because Jesus <laughs> Christ. Also, I just realized how funny it was that Kenny got on a plane and left the country just for the announcement that Punk was coming back. That's right. He heard Punk's back. He's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not even going to be in the building, but Punk's I'm not going to. No, no. Oh, yeah, I'm going. Fuck this guy. Oh. <laughs> but no, in, in real life, hopefully they can uh, work it out and work together because we... We're still owed a Punk versus Omega match. Fucking A right, goddammit. We're also owed uh, Punk and Tanahashi from last year. A, yep. And I'm sure we're going to get... You know what? And and Punk punk hater right here. There's a lot of Punk matches I'm hoping to see. 
There's like Punk Okada. There's Punk Night. Look at all the New Japan names. Punk and Osprey. Think of all the other guys. There's a lot of cats that Punk could work with. I just need mm-hmm. him to hang out and not be an asshole for about three years. Get your matches in. Hang out on commentary. Retire and then just retire from the business. And this isn't even like top level Punk. This is Punk. Not over the hill, but not not as good as he used to be. No. But, I mean, he was out of the ring for seven years. But Hey. Um, what was I going to say? The the way I feel about Punk is how Travis feels about Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I feel the same way about Jeff, too. But, like, you love the guy, but he keeps fucking up. And you're just like, God damn it. How many more Come times on. can I forgive you? <laughs> no, ma- no matter how many times they fuck up, you're still riding with him. Yeah. I love it. And every time it happens, you're just like, for fuck's sake. Come on, man. You're like, bro, I just defended you yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, buddy. It is exhausting defending you. <laughs> but we love you. Um, all right. That is it. They are marks, and that's the shit they say. Um, thank you to everybody that joined us for Full House last week. Our next special event is one of the original Max Wrestling 5. Trivia Takeover 8. It rolls your way June 29th, and it asks just one question. Who wants to be knowledge champion? After Kenny Killer managed to overcome Beer once again and remain knowledge champion, he now goes on to defend the title against the lawyer, Chad Malcolm, in the first ever Champions Mountain. 15 questions, four possible answers to each one. Can Chad dethrone the untouchable Kenny Killer? Yeah, and you do not get bonus points for guessing which game show we ripped off for this one. Bullshit. This question and more will be answered, including who will be the fucking group MVP. Travis survived once again and is now just three months away from a two-year reign as group MVP. Jesus. Now, I, I don't know how because, guys, literally all you have to do to become group MVP is post and comment more than anybody else in the group. And... Daniel Crimmins came incredibly close last week. I think he was like something like 13 posts away. So yeah. it is possible. It's very possible. Um, so can anybody stop the walker? Beer, stop posting shit in the message group and post it on the Max Russell Facebook group. Please. Do it. You might be the next group MVP. Then you can stop bitching about not being a champion. I love I love this. All this and more to come in the preceding weeks. Go to maxwrestling.weebly.com forward slash takeover eight for more information. All right. And moving on in other news. Um, I mean, we pretty much covered AEW already. So Night of Champions Fallout. Night of Champions was a great fucking show. Um, Shockingly good. It pains me to say that because for years we have boycotted Saudi Arabia shows. Oh, yeah. But... I had to watch this one, and what a show! Me uh, to be to be completely blunt, I I got up early Saturday because it was uh, for me it was it was I get to watch the Yankees, and because I live in San Diego, I have all the Padre fans around me. I get to rub it in their face when they get to lose a series against the Yankees. So obviously, I'm watching that, and it dawned on me that oh my god, this pay per view is on. So thanks to my lovely gigantic screen in front of me, I split screened it. I paid no attention to the Yankee game because I was captivated with this with this show. And I'm and I'm dumbfounded about it because it's just it was like, wow, I, I, I didn't think first off, I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. I knew AJ and Seth was going to be good. Come on, yeah. fucking Seth and AJ. Yeah, I mean, 
Um, the tag match I enjoyed, even though it was Roman, I enjoyed it. I loved, loved, loved the turn. I didn't think it was going to be Jimmy. I thought it was going to be Jay, but still super good. Um, Gunther is un-motherfucking-deniable. I don't give him all the gold. And, and, and your wallet while you're at it. Because fucking hell, I love this guy. I love this guy. I love this guy. Like, whoever, if he, I don't give a shit what champion he faces. If it's Roman, if it's Seth, he beats him. I don't give a shit. You, if, if this fucking cat loses to anybody, you fucking ruined him. You understand me? You've ruined him. Yeah, um, the Usos' turn didn't quite go as any of us expected, really. No. Um, I was adamant it was going to be a chair to the back because, obviously, that's what happened with the Shield. That's what happened with Sammy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also got the dates a little mixed up because the Shield broke up in June, not May. So it wasn't yeah. exactly nine years, but it is coming up, um, I think, next week, maybe. Oh, damn. Okay, pretty close. Let me take a look, actually. The Shield break up. Was oh, it's nine years tomorrow on SmackDown. So if nice. hopefully we get a chair to the back tomorrow to mark nine years since the Shield broke up with the Bloodline breaking up. Um, so Jay, I don't think Jay obviously didn't um stop Jimmy, but he wanted to, not because he didn't want to turn on Roman, but but because he knew of the repercussions of what Jimmy did. Mm-hmm. And when the camera showed Roman after the betrayal, he was just a broken man. Well, yeah, that's true. He was, he, was, uh, he didn't know what to do. It was, no. again, it, it was a swerve for everybody. Yeah. For everybody. Especially, he was like, yeah, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Jimmy had this like smirk. I'm loving this, by the way. This is it. And I, and I kept saying it was one of those things where it was getting stale. It was getting stale. It was getting stale. Guess yeah. what? They shut me up. That's all you got to do. You shut you, 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 you shut us up and we'll go. OK. And we sit down and well, we watch. I think it was dragging because they were keeping Roman and, and the Usos apart for a few weeks. Yeah. And then when they finally got face to face again, the heat turned up again. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the same when Brock was part time. You can't tell a story with only half the people involved there. Um, but every every match I think slapped. Gunther slapped the shit mm-hmm. out, of, out of Ali as expected. Um, Trish and Becky was good. Trish was great. Um, had I didn't. A step. I did not see the fucking assistance. By the way, I would not have no, seen that. None of us called that. So I was hurt. Um, I was pretty concerned about Becky after taking that shot from Zoe. I thought she broke her fucking nose again. Okay, cool. I was I was really about to be like Corey Jade. Okay, it was Zoe Stark. That's what I thought. I was like, fuck <laughs> you. What was goddamn Brock's name? Um, See, again, what happens when you're not watching the product as much? Yeah, that's the thing. I haven't watched much NXT. I, I mean, I saw Zoe Stark before I stopped watching it. Um, but I haven't seen much of her lately. But from what I can see, not many people really like that move. Yeah, I don't, it is, is it a little sloppy. People, eh, people. well, it's just, come on. Everybody gave and then look at what Mercedes Monet when they when she did that one move all oh, fucking God. like shit. Everybody gave her fucking crap for a week. Get over it. Get over it. 
Um, and obviously Trish is stick, um, sticking around, which we kind of knew was happening when she was heavily involved in the draft. Um, and it looks like she's going to be taking a little step out of the ring a little bit and just basically working with Zoe Stark, which is a good move. Hell yeah, that's super smart. I mean, if you're going to be on TV, you don't need to be wrestling. If you want to be a manager, come on, you're a huge name still. Yeah. And not only does Zoe have Trish in her corner, she's working with Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. So she, you're she getting learn... all the shine. Yeah, you better learn a lot from this feud, I'm telling you. That's <laughs> right, yeah. Fucking take out your notepad and perk up those ears. Um, We didn't... We didn't really see the way Oscar was going to win the Raw Women's title. Um, very original. Spitting the mist on your own hand and then rubbing it in the eyes. Very creative. That was... See, that was one and only one. I saw that she won. I didn't catch that whole... I started hitting fast forward. But that's 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 that innovative shit right there that makes me want wish that Oscar had won it sooner. But good pop for her. Um, where do you go now? You know what I mean? Does Bianca go away? Is Asuka the, the, the women's terror reign forever now? Is she the new, uh, was it, power of the hunter of terror or whatever? Hunthor, if you will? Well, we, we did say it would be the right call to take the title off Bianca. As much as we love Bianca, people were starting to turn on her because she was winning all the time. Um, she shouldn't have beat Asuka at WrestleMania. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, no. So they, they made the right call before it got too late. And yep. hopefully... Um, now that Oscar's champion, Bianca can continue to be a role model and inspiration for everybody. Right. Um, and, you know, not be hated or booed every week. No, I mean, I, we get it. You were getting the Cena treatment. We get it. You know, cool her yeah. off. She can absolutely be a, 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 the Cena, the woman Cena for fucking sure, for fucking sure. But just cool it down. Don't overdo it yet. Don't overdo it yet. Give it time. I'm sh- there's going to be a point where it's going to be like, up oh, there's Super Bianca, and it's just you're going to get used to it. But right now, isn't it? It's not. She's super fucking hot, and she's not going to cool down. But if you keep this up, she will get that much more stale. Like I said, you, we saw the fucking drop off go big. Yeah. So cool it down, then fire her back up. So uh, dropping the title may have just saved her. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I mean. Wasn't really expecting a squash match from the SmackDown women's title. Rhea just killed Natalia, and then just... Are, are you kidding me? I don't think she even broke a sweat. She walked in, busted up Natalia, walked out. Second I saw Natalia on the card, I was like, yep, three minutes. Tops. Tops. But, I mean, you even though Rhea's unstoppable right now, you expect a little bit more from a veteran like Natalia. They have never portrayed her to be that fucking good. She's a one-time women's champ, and it was like a fucking bullshit win. And they, I think they were honestly just trying to capitalize on the momentum of uh, Total Divas. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know how real that video she posted was, but it's true. I mean, she, she is a workhorse. She's a complete veteran in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, she's okay. never really had her props in WWE. I don't, don't know why. I mean, she's got the look. She's got the moves. She's not the greatest of talkers. Oh, no. But then but again, the neither, neither was her uncle. And how many times champion was he? Right. Come on now. <laughs> um, there's a few matches. She's had so many matches with Charlotte, and there's a few that she should have won. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. 
why didn't you build that fucking feud? Why didn't you guys buy? Why isn't that like a lineage feud? You know what I mean? The, the, Charlotte the, won every fucking match. Exactly. But you know what I mean? The the Flair dynasty against the Hart dynasty. Why couldn't you build that? Like, come on. That's like, that's easy peasy, man. Um, I, I wasn't expecting it to begin with the world heavyweight title. But oh. I did laugh a little bit because I was like, <laughs> of course, the world heavyweight title is back. So it's the opening match. But in all seriousness, um, many have always said, if you're not in the main event, you should be the opening match. Absolutely. I think Lesnar is the one that famously said that. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was against Seth at Mania because he wasn't in the main event. He uh, dropped the title to Seth and then got on the fucking plane. Oh, yep. I'm not paid by the hour. Bye. <laughs> if I ain't going on last, I'm going on first so I can get the fuck out of here. But, of course, AJ Seth set the tone for the rest of the night. Great match. Um, I think we kind of knew AJ was never winning. This was all about crowning Seth and you know, good for AJ for putting him over. Yeah. I Again, I don't know how true it is, but AJ said he doesn't really care about the World Heavyweight title because it's a secondary title, which, as we've said, it is. Um, if they'd introduced it after Roman lost his fucking unified title, then maybe we could see them in a different light. But it's obvious at yeah. this point that it's uh, a consolation prize, as we keep calling it. It is the you-can't-beat-Roman title. It is, exactly. But that doesn't mean Seth can't do great things with it, or that no. it doesn't look great on Seth, because it does. Yeah. Um, it's not like a harp like that. It's a, it's a, it's a we refuse to decrown Roman, so here's the belt for everybody else. Right. Who, everybody else who's good enough to be a world champion. Bingo. Um, and it was a nice touch for Triple H to be the one to hand him the title, because, you know, when you look at that belt, you associate it with Ric Flair, with yep. Dusty, and everything. Mm-hmm. But you also really heavily associate it with Triple H. Big time. Big um, time. In the 2000s, that was Triple H's belt. I mean, hell, it was, he was fucking handed it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was handed to him. So it's like, yeah, dude, every time I see it, that's... he's. I don't want to say he's the first guy I think of. Obviously, I think of Flair. I think of <laughs> Dusty. I'll think of the older you know, 80s guys. But like seeing The Rock with it was weird. You know what yeah. I mean? And but it's like, oh, well, you know, he was WCW champion, but, you know, they used that belt or the world heavyweight champion. And they used that belt. It just it always looked weird for H. It looked like that belt was for him. Yeah, he carried it well. And I love that it's it's back in a, in a way where it's the you know, I mean, they're continually passing on lineage and it's 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 good. I like it. Just, yeah, we got to get rid of this narrative of the second tier title. So Roman loses ASAP, please. Thank you. I need to know if they've made their mind up now on if it continues the same lineage or if it's a new world title. Because I read two Did different they, posts. I was going to say, I was like, I could have sworn they had posted this whole gimmick where it's continuing its lineage. Yeah, so and then there was one like right after where it was like, no, it's a, it's a brand new title because they referred to Seth as the first world heavyweight champion. And... Interesting. That Appar- makes apparently, hurt. yes, it, it's a brand new lineage. It's a new title. Okay, I mean, I guess. I'm not really surprised because WWE have like six different fucking tag team title lineages. There's WWE tag team title, there's world tag team title, there's SmackDown world tag team title, there's Raw tag... They, just, they keep mm-hmm. making it up. Yeah, they keep making it up as it goes along. Uh, and then you got the women's title. 
um, before they split between Raw and SmackDown, it didn't continue the lineage of the original women's title. Then there's the Cruiserweight title. WWE just keep coming up with titles with the same names and then giving them new lineages. Whereas well, it would make so much more sense if you just continued. Well, didn't they do that, though, with Cruiserweight? They just fucking adapted the name and just said... Now you're the uh, WWF Cruiserweight title? Yeah, it's it's two different title histories. Oh, yeah. So, Crazy. the one that came from WCW finished in, what, 2010? One, I think. One. Oh, damn. Well, well yeah, then... ended in, ended on one, then it became the WWE Cruiserweight title. Um, but it continued the same lineage, and then whatever that stopped, I think it was yeah, late I think 2000s. Was yeah, I think you were right. And then when they brought in the purple title, it was a brand new title history. That's right. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> Forgot about that. So, thing. Seth is your first ever World Heavyweight Champion of this version. Until they tell us next week that it's different. Until they tell us next week, hey, he's the new champion since Randy Orton. Make up your fucking mind. Make up your fucking mind, god damn it's, it. It's going to be when or if Randy comes back. I was the last person to hold that title. Okay, so now it's okay. Got it. But, um, yeah, that's a, that's a different topic. We don't know if Randy Orton is going to wrestle again. That's a whole show, honestly. Yeah, it is, and it's uh, not a very nice thought to have either because we could have already seen our final Randy Orton match. Sad. So sad. Hopefully, it's all speculation, and we see him back in the ring soon. Um, like, when was his last match? Because oh, it was in when he was still teaming with Riddle. When they were tag team champions. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I don't want to say he had a singles run or anything. I think, yeah, I still think they were uh, tag champs. Because everybody suspected that when he comes back, um, he's going to turn on Riddle. Mm. Maybe. Um, so the last time we saw Randy, I have to say it like Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. Randy. Um, was. Oh, shit. May last year. Huh? Uh, May 20th last year on SmackDown, Usos defeated RK-Bro to unify. That's when they unified oh. the tag team titles, and that's the uh, last time we saw Randy. Damn. So, yeah, he's done. It's been a year. Yeah, he's done. Uh, legitimate back injury. Well, yeah, dude. He's had back and shoulder problems forever. Hmm. Oh, boy. Um, so, question is, who is next for uh, Seth Rollins as World Heavyweight Champion? There's, there's plenty of people, like we said, that could be in line to be a world champion while they mm-hmm. still screw around with Roman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gunther, hell of a shout. <clears throat> Again, don't give him no shot until you're ready to crown that motherfucker. Yeah. And, I mean, what if he's, what if he wins the world title while still the IC champion? And he has to say, relinquish the ice. I have title. been saying this forever. Right. This is how this is how you had those unbeatable super megastars in the late 80s, early 90s. How did fucking the Ultimate Warrior win the WWF championship while still being Intercontinental Champion? How did let's now let's flip it to the other side of the channel? How when when Goldberg beat Hulk Hogan for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, was he or was he not still US champion? <laughs> 
You made him an even bigger megastar. It's just, it's something you do. It makes it make sense. It makes it feel bigger. You know, that's why I really loved the Lucha Underground approach where it's like you won a belt and trade that belt in just for the shot at the at the bigger belt. You know, it's like, you know, it, it, it works. It's like I would love to see him. Hell, I'd love to see him win them both. Have them at the same fucking time. Say, hey, dude, I'm a world heavyweight champ and IC champ. What's up? There you go. Mm. It, 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 now it's like, okay, well, not only is he facing mid-card guys, he's facing top guys. And then... Then, when one guy owns all the gold, then it makes sense. Especially if he's going to wrestle every fucking week and be there. Excuse me. Um, and you know the funny thing from Raw? Um, we mentioned Paul Heyman being on the wrong show last week. Fucking AJ was on Raw. Right. After being drafted to SmackDown. What so happened to the brand split? Exactly. Apparently, it was a last-minute Vince McMahon call. Of course it was. <laughs> But we said this when they announced the draft. It's not going to mean a damn thing because people are still going to show up on the wrong show. Yep. Because... Um, AJ not only showed up and had a segment with Seth, but he had a fucking match. Right. I was going to say, I was like, it was more than a segment. He wrestled this motherfucker. Oh Stop telling us you're splitting the brand if you're not splitting the fucking brands. If, you're on, the sh- if you're on SmackDown, stay on SmackDown. Yes. Um, not that I don't want to see AJ. It's not that. It's just don't tell me you're making a brand split if you're not brand splitting. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, man. Killing me, Smalls. Um, All right, so let's find out this week's Geek of the Week. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Gig of the week this week, short, sweet, simple. Um, last week I gave it to the helicopter man named Matt Riddle. This week, look, I don't hate beat writers, and let me get this off my chest because I this is I feel like I'm gonna get attacked for attacking. I don't hate beat writers. I listen to a plethora of um, you know, Ryan Satin, Bully Ray, obviously, well as well documented on this show, Dave Meltzer, Brian Alvarez. Um, the thing that kills me though is when um. Some certain beat writers or whatever you want to call them, personalities, have a one-track mind. They it, it is they refuse to to admit good with bad, and they refuse to admit uh, any bad when it's good. You know what I mean? Dave Meltzer has 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 done this before. Brian Alvarez has done this before with AEW WWE. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. And they'll tell you both things. They can tell you the things they liked about it. And they can tell you the things they didn't like about it. I have never once, never once heard Jim Cornette say the same thing about anything. I have never heard him praise the things that he likes about an AEW show while then shitting on it. I've also never heard him praise AEW. Period. So let me just go with that. And and I'm, I'm and it's all coming off of his lovely review of the show, but it's this it's this lovely tweet that I have to use because it's this is what kills me. This is what tells me that all you give a shit about is your fucking narrative. And you know what, dude? You've made plenty of money plenty of money off of it, so I can't give you too much shit. So to quote Jim Cornette, I don't think I've ever seen a multi-car pileup that lasted four hours. From the opening brake pump until the last skid mark was laid down, 
until last night. Now, I admittingly had said that this was probably the worst AEW pay-per-view there's ever been. The TSK has a fucking review. One of these days is going to hit this goddamn network because, you know, obviously it could be problems. But within all of that, as much as we talked about how bad it was, we could talk about the positives. As much as we could talk about where they went wrong, we talk about where they went right and how they could have did this better rather than that. We compared and contrast. We talked about the pros and the cons. We also found reasons to like the show. When you have a one-track mind of, I'm going to bury this company because I don't like their owner, because I don't like this guy, because I don't like that guy, you, you make people have a certain way of thinking. And the last time I checked, that's what <laughs> cult leaders do. And right now there is a plethora of motherfuckers that are gladly going to drink the Jim Cornette Kool-Aid. And I just, it's, it's like, dude, this is, you are what's wrong with wrestling right now. You are what's wrong with wrestling. It's not the bully rays. It's not the Dave Meltzer's. It's not the Ryan Satins. It's not the, it's not the, I I can think of any other fucking shitty guy. out. It's not the Kevin Nash's. It's not the even not even the Eric Bischoffs. It's the Jim Cornette. It's the Jim Cornette is what's wrong with professional wrestling. And if I'm wrong because he has such history in the history in the history, why do you guys shit on Dave for being a historian? Pot, this is the kettle. I don't. Jim Cornette, another Geek of the Week nomination. One of these days, boy, you're gonna be Geek of the Century. I swear to God. Yeah, he's he's always in contention. Um, Every week, baby. And now for this week's best of the week. Come out. Um, very obvious reasons for this one this week. Um, first ever in the new lineage, ever. world heavyweight champion. Banger match against AJ. How can you not? Um, he looks every bit as good with that title as we thought he would. Fuck yes. And he's spent pretty much a year and a half, maybe two years, um, perfecting this gimmick, earning his stripes again, getting over, re-getting over as fuck. Over, yep. Um, and he's just a perfect person to be the new world champion. So best of the week goes to Seth freaking Rollins. Freaking Rollins. Um, so, no 60-second promo this week. Thankfully, I don't have to cut on Eddie Guerrero. God love you. Um, maybe you'll get one next week. So, thank you for spending your first day with us before we go anywhere. Here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geek Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. A whole lot of stuff coming, actually. So, again, we have a show done. The TSK did a review of Double or Nothing. Um, I have to figure out what is going on with my editing process or whatever to get it out. But as soon as it drops, it will drop on this lovely network. And we're going to try to come back within the next two weeks to give you a Forbidden Door card. And then hopefully within another couple of weeks after that to help build a Wembley card. So TSK is going to try to make special appearances as, as often as we can. The start of the Impact review, we haven't set a date for that yet. 
but that is officially going to be the thing. So as of right now, Retro Rewind is just going to be full-blown on pause. It may or may not come back, but um, if anything, we're going to keep the name and just you know switch it from Retro Rewind to like Retro Impact or something like that. So we'll have to figure it out, but uh, those are the changes coming. So, of course, the only way to know that and to see how they're coming along is to follow all the fun socials. So you can follow us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512 and at SMRPodNet. And make sure you're checking out the beautiful website, MaxWrestlingNet.Weebly.com. And do not forget to hit that lovely subscribe button and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and, of course, here on YouTube. Y'all already know the goal 1K gets us to be able to go live, and that's what we're trying to do for y'all. So get us there. All right, and there's just one thing left for this week. We're going to leave you now with the Max World title match between Moses Marquez and Anon Mascaras. Ooh, Mascaras. <laughs> um, enjoy the final showdown. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. And don't forget, King the Mic starts next week. Let's go. It's a new episode of Ted Lasso. Sorry to interrupt your show, Mr. Efe, but how else are we supposed to have about if you're busy watching television? You're a day early, bud. But. If you're ballsy enough to interrupt my show, ballsy enough to get your ass kicked. My, my, what a temper on you.
There's an old saying that not everything can be solved with physical violence. Let's just say physical violence. My love language. But I'm just trying to show the love. Quick-witted. I like that. I have always admired that big brain of yours. So how's about we put it to a test? With, say, a little game? The only game I'm gonna play? Smack around the mask free. She cries like a baby back bitch. Movie references? <laughs> How clever. Hold on, hold on. So you want me to play a game? What's in it for me? How about your world title? I'll forfeit if you can complete one simple task. All you have to do is defeat all the members of the NDO. And I'll forget all about our little secret. Okay. Let me get this right. So, you interrupted my show to quit? Hold, I'm so confused. Gold is not what I seek. It is not what controls me. However, the truth, the truth is what shall shit you free. What the fuck are you on about? I hold the trump card. Accept my challenge and remain champion. Or decline it. And not only do you lose your title, but you just might lose it all. So by accepting this, you go away, and all I have to do is face and beat the MDO? It is indeed that simple, Moses. Defeat them, and no one will ever know what I know. Fuck it. You're on. I can watch Ted Lasso now, but <sighs> okay, I have to figure out what I gotta do because now I have to figure out how I'm gonna beat my own guys without pissing them off just to keep this asshole quiet. Fuck.